Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Heal the Unicorn uh, podcast, which is streamed live into our Facebook group called Empath Unicorn Academy. This is where we provide tools to help women rebuild their confidence, heal their brokenness, find their voice, rediscover who they are, and escape the mental prison they feel that they are in. So they can finally live authentically on their terms, speak their truth, feel whole and completely fulfilled in all areas of life, which is a lot more possible than, than you might currently believe it is. So today we have a very interesting topic. And this is a topic that I, I, like, I like using hacks. And today's topic, it's about the power of water and why there is so much of it. And we'll be talking about basically water activation. And that is one of the biggest hacks that many, many, many spiritual people have uncovered and have used to quantum jump and quantum leap to where they actually want to be. Now, in my personal and humble opinion, I see Bethany as one of the experts in water activation because this is something that she does on a daily basis. She also does posts on water activation alongside many others. But because we're talking about water activation today, I think it would be best for you to go ahead and start and then I can fill in the gaps um, anywhere as, as we go. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for the compliment. I appreciate it. Well, water activation is, it, it's transformed my life once I figured out what it was. So like you said, I do water activation every morning and ultimately I do water activation through my whole day. Cause not only do I do it with my cup of water, I also do it in my shower. I do the water activation with my dishes. I do water activation when I'm dancing in the rain. Water activation is also when you're crying, you can do water activation. Uh, when you're swimming, water, I like to call it, it's the nectar of life. Cause as with our breath is part of a nectar of life cause we wouldn't be alive without our breath. But our bodies are made up of, of 70, 80% of water. So we're majority water. And so when you go into, see, <laughs> my son's super loud today. So he's having a blast. That's excitement. Okay, son, can we keep it down a little bit? Thank you. <laughs> Parenting, you know, it, it, you could still do podcasts and have your child in the next room. That, that's the versatility of podcasts is they could be anything you want to it. But back on point. Um, so water, it's the nectar of life. So I guess the really the where I want to start out with is, you know, why it's important. Um, like I said, our bodies are 70, 70 to 80% water. Water is what helps us live. If we don't have water, we're gonna get dehydrated and eventually we will die. I, I, I can't remember how long you can last without water. 
but like, it's a very short amount of time. Like if you're, if it's food or water, like you need water quicker than you need food. Like you can go without food longer than you can with water, just like with your breath. Like you can only go so long without getting more breath before, well, you're done (laughs) ultimately. So that being said, water to me has, it's one of my all time, like healers, teachers, protectors, it's a provider as well. Because if you think about it with water, it shows us abundance. How does it show us abundance? Well, our bodies itself are made up of a lot of water, almost all of us, 70 70 to 80%. I say that because I can't remember exactly like the exact percentage, but it's between 70 and 80%. But that for us, our beings being full of water that way, well, let's use that water and let's use it to uplift us, to empower us. Because as we can see, it's in our body in abundance. We can see it in the world as abundance, as you see the ocean, the lakes, rivers, streams, springs, uh, groundwater, there's water underneath trees. Um, Something I learned in a permaculture class was that when you look at a forest, you're looking at a lake underground because underneath each tree, you're gonna get so much water. And if you have a bunch of trees all together in a forest or woods, that's a lake, but it's underground. And that's how the trees and plants they grow with water and sunlight of course but water is another big aspect so if you look at nature and how they it uses water to help it and also you can look at you can water a plant there's been studies where you water a plant with loving water or you water a plant with negative water the word you're you're dumb you're stupid you know you put that into the water and the water that you showed love to, the water that was infused with like, like today I infused my water with creativity and abundance and gratitude. So the plant that gets that, it's gonna grow a lot better and thrive more than the plant that got told all those negative things into the water. And so using that for your own self, for your own tools and medicines, you can take the same thing as plants Cause I've seen it, you know, when I talk to my like plants or I talk to water that I'm going to plant, like put on a plant, it's, it thrives better. It, it's, it's more, it, it feels that care and that love because you infuse that water. It's like, we talk about like our words are magic spells. Well, they are put it in your water now and see how it can unfold. Um, there's actually the, this last weekend, starting at Thursday, a lot of stuff went on. It was overwhelming, you know, and I was able to come to my water. I was able to come to my water to help bring me back down to a more calm, peaceful state because I was feeling overwhelmed, burnt out. It just, we had a lot of things that come out at, at once and I was needing to process it. So how did I process it? Oh, I cried. I let those tears flow but I cried with a purpose and not just in a way of being like, Oh, poor me. Like this has been hard. It's like, no, feel the feelings, let it out. It's okay. We got this, like keep going. And then I did, I went outside, did nature stuff because ultimately (laughs) 
nature is also where I go to when it's not water or like yoga or meditation or breath work or all the other stuff that I love doing. I went to take a shower and I used that shower as my shower meditation. I visualized the water as cleaning me, purifying me, helping me release, helping me bring balance. And when I got out of that shower, it felt like I flipped a whole 180. Everything just was like, like the weight was lifted off my shoulders because I spoke into that water and I infused it. I integrated it with my body so it could help me be a tool in that medicine. Um, what else? Uh, how I do my water activation, I guess I could get into. Um, all I do, so for me, I do a chakra every day. I keep my infusions along that chakra for that day to kind of like, to balance it out. But you can really do anything in your water. You wanna feel beautiful today? Tell your water, you know? I wanna infuse into this water beauty and just talk about beauty. Like I am beautiful. There's so much beauty around me or I wanna be peaceful, okay? So I'm gonna infuse my, my water with peace. You know, and then I talk about peace and what peace means to me and I put it into that water. And then at the end of it, I like to do a blessing on all waters. So I go into, a, um, may this um, be infused with all waters, starting at like my water pipes, the water treatment centers, the groundwater, the irrigation systems, the sprinkler systems, the rivers, the lakes, the creeks, the oceans, the waterfalls all everything the rain the puddles the plants the animals us humans anything that has water I add it in to infuse these things as well with it because if you think about a, the water is so abundant that it comes from many different places and you know it just adds that I guess equality to all the water in a way, I'm putting that blessing out to all the water. Any water that I meet today, I'm gonna, it's blessed. And then also, I like to use my water activation as a time to pause, breathe, reflect. Because sometimes, you know, just normal day stuff, you get overwhelmed, you feel burnt out. Those times happen. If I don't go outside, I come to my water. And I'm just like, I, remi I remind myself of what I infused my water with. And one thing I infuse my water with every single day is gratitude, um, because gratitude is a huge cornerstone to a lot of things. That's another practice that will transform your life as well. It's another hack, you know, doing the gratitude. But I always infuse my water with gratitude because then I go into my to my little I guess it's like a minute little session with myself, with my water to remind me, hey, OK, so like today if I was having a rough time. Well, I'm going to remind myself that in my water is gratitude, abundance, and creativity. <laughs> and my dog is barking at some. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Hot mess express. No. <laughs> no um, but anyways, so like you can really take your water and do so much with it. You can even infuse other things. Like let's say you're having your coffee for the morning or juice or uh, tea, cacao. I do my cacao, my teas. Um, I do like to keep it with water though because of how our cycle, like our, 
our makeup is almost all water. So I like to do the water infusion, the water activation, but ultimately you can make it your own. And then also at the end of it, after I put in all these, this love into my water, I drink it and then I do a breath practice. And it just depends on my day to where I breathe in. Um, like today I, br I breathed in joy and I exhaled a smile. And then some days it's, I breathe, I inhale, I am here now and I exhale, I am grateful. And just doing all these practices with this water just really helps me connect with the water as well. Um, I was talking about dancing in the rain. That's one of like, other than water activation, I feel like that's another really powerful form of healing because you're getting the water from nature and nature gives you healing from just around. And so you just think about that rain hitting your body and you're getting this extra love from mother nature and it's just washing away. And then you're dancing too. And I mean, you don't even have to dance. You can just stand in the rain really, but you're, it's a huge release factor. And that's what I like to use the water for to release and then rejuvenate me. So I'm letting it go, but then I am rejuvenating and I like to use it as a reframe, rewire, uh, Yoga. So the last couple of weeks we talked about yoga, meditation, breath work, journaling, and now water activation. And I got to say these five things are my ultimate every day. I do these things no matter what every morning. And I found they transform my life. So if you take one of these things and use it, like, I feel like you're going to have transformation there as well. But if you want to start where you don't know where to start, I mean, you drink water every day, start with your water, start putting in those, those magic spells into your water so you can drink them and infuse them into your system ultimately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for now that's, that's all I got, but I'm sure more will come up. <laughs> I'll just continue with what, cause you, you shared a lot and a lot of it is something that people can walk away and already start applying and using. So starting with uh, just talking to you water or into you water. And if you're one of the people that doesn't drink too much water and you, let's say you start your morning with your coffee, at the end of the day, whatever beverage you start your morning with, because all of us start our morning with some kind of a beverage or most of us do. So whatever beverage you're using, it has water in it. It is liquid and you want to basically put intention into it. That's really what whispering with water or into water is. So saying that I got to stop because intention I didn't even mention. So yay. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's all about intention. Yeah. Everything is about intention and intention is like, what do you want to do with this? Where do you like, how do you want this water to affect you? How do you want this water to help you? What is the purpose of this water? What is what is the purpose of you starting off your day with this beverage, right? You can just be thankful for this liquor of God that you're drinking um, and the fact that you have water. So I'll start off with, or continue with, our body is 60% of water. I just looked it up. Oh, did you? Because yeah, I, I just looked it up. I, I thought it was more, but it says, at least with this experiment, it's hmm. called Emoto experiment which I'll get into the water experiment. I thought it was 80%, um, whether it's 80% or 60%, 
whatever the number is, we're not scientists yeah. here, we're not right. quoting the actual percentage. Be my guest and please put that down below in comments, you know, interact with us that way, just giving us the fact. And plus Google can give all different types of numbers. Um, yeah. But the point of what I'm saying is, is that we're more than half of water, whether it's 60 or 80%. And because we have so much water in us, there's so much, everything around us has water. Every living creature or being has water and uses water. Now, I'm not just talking about humans and pets and animals, I'm talking about plants as well. So anything that breathes, which is considered to be breath, like in and out and exchanging, right? And keeping alive with breath, right? So uh, plant, for example, if you cover a plant completely and you don't let any air come in, eventually it will die. Um, so water is one of the ways that the frequencies and vibrations are sent and received. Now, because we are full of all this water, what we think, what we say, what we hear, what we consume will emit a certain frequency and vibration. And thus it will create our experiences and our realities and it affects our existence. So that's why it's more important. You don't even have to have any kind of beverage um, to be setting this intention. You can just talk to the water that is already inside of you and talk to that water that is continuously going through you. Blood is water as well. It has water. So that. Now, let me quickly um, read just a tiny little part of this experiment. So this experiment, I, I, what I'll do is I'll put the link in the comments in the Facebook EUA, Empathy Unicorn Academy group. So that way you can go there and check it out. And then once I'm uploading it to YouTube, if I remember, I'll put that in there as well. But this is called the Emoto's Water Experiment, the power of thought. So you can just type it into Google, um, what I just said, and find it that way without going through the loops and hoops that I'm um, suggesting here. So Emoto, E-M-O-T-O, Emoto's Water Experiment, the power of thought. So it says, uh, through the 1900s, Dr. Masaru Emoto performed a series of experiments observing the physical effects of words, prayers, music, and environment on the crystalline structure of water. Emoto hired photographers to take pictures of water after being exposed to the different variables and subsequently frozen so that they would form crystalline structures. The results were nothing short of remarkable. Now, my internet is not cooperating with me, so I don't see the pictures, but all I see is the titles, but I've seen the pictures before of, you know, a water before prayer and water after prayer, um, and then polluted water from Bioko Lake and Shimonto River clean water. And then with words like, you make me sick, I will kill you. And then with the word Adolf Hitler, and then with the word, thank you and love and appreciation and it just forms different crystals. So the point of this experiment is, is this, is that when there is positivity 
right? We talk about positivity also as anabolic energy. When there's anabolic energy, an anabolic experience, anabolic music, so like soft and gentle and loving music as opposed to metal and rock music, uh, loving words and thoughts as opposed to hatred and negativity. Um, and then even names that we know were uh, they are associated with like horrific events. So at the end of this experiment, those that were anabolically charged, positively charged, they were, they had nice solid structures and the other ones were just sporadic. That's the best way how I can explain it. It's just, there's, it's chaos. Okay, so now when we are thinking negatively, when we're listening to negative stuff, when we have negative friends, negative family, and we surround ourselves with, with crap all the time, this is why our body is that same way. That it feels like chaos because we are 60 or 80 or whatever percent of water we are, and we become the chaos on the inside of ourselves in this meat suit, okay? Just imagine this water going all over the place and trying to like get out. So the way to now um, anabolize, <laughs> I don't know if that's the word, but it's gonna be a new word. The way to make our body at more anabolic with water, outside water, right? I'll, I'll, I can go through the stuff that I've done to, um, beyond just the whispering into the water uh, to recharge the water and then myself. And here's how. So I always prefer in a glass because plastic is, it, there's a lot of things to it, but if you want to do the research, go and do the research why glass is better than plastic. Um, chances are you might already have known this and you are choosing to put your, or even um, uh, porcelain, right? Uh, that's another one. Just stay stay away from plastic things to put your water into that you're trying to charge. You can use crystals to charge it. It doesn't have to be inside because if you put in crystal inside, I'm going to let you know a like, warning that to do your research on what crystal you're putting inside to make sure that it is safe to put it inside. And I say that because some crystals, they fall apart in the water and you do not want to be consuming the crystal particles. Okay. Right. So... You can put it inside, you can put it around and which crystals, just listen to your intuition and use those crystals and then do a little bit of research to make sure that it's safe to do so, to put it inside if you want to. Um, and it's all about intention. With crystals intentions, with what you're saying intention, so you're gonna use your words, you can use music, you can use sounds, you can do chanting, um, you can, Leave it in the sun. You can leave it in the moon. Charge it by the sun. I was about to say that. I'm going to say right? sun activation and moon activation. Exactly. Because uh, we talk very often about the cycles, right? You can leave it outside yeah. in different weathers as well, right? By the wind, by the sun. It doesn't have to be inside the house. I like to leave mine outside in the sun. I haven't left it in the moon yet. Um, when the time comes and I feel called to do so, I'll do that. Now, you can whisper into it. You can talk into it. You can just you know, send your thoughts into it as well. Um, you can even like touch the water. There's, these are just a few ways. I'm sure you can think of some other ways as well, how to do that. Um, but at the end of the day, it's all about the intention of what you 
want from this water? What is it for? And, um, and then you'll drink it. Now you don't have to drink and chug the whole entire thing because that's, that's a lot of pressure as well. So you can do that. So another, because I mentioned quantum jumping and quantum leap. Okay. So one thing I have done and I do it once in a while as well is this. I take two shot glasses and I basically put the same amount of water in the shot glass. Not, it's not full. So that way there's not too much water and it can be a cup. You can put however much you want, but with the shot glass, it's easier because you can just drink the liquid entirely. Now, what I do is I basically draw a line on the glass that I'm going to be consuming from and, or you can just put it on the same one. And what I do is I recharge one, I talk into it, I whisper into it, I sit with it, I meditate with it, or I leave it in the sun, depending on what it is. But on, on the other one, I'm writing what it is that I, you know, the intention, what is it that I want? What is the purpose of it, right? And, um, and then I pour from one to the other. And I also then kind of sit with it for a moment to let that intention sit in into that water. And again, like I said, you don't have to pour, but the pouring is more like, so I see exactly the filling up to that line. Mm -hmm. And then kind of sit with it for a minute. So the way it transfers in and it fills up energetically and then I drink it. So that's another thing that could be done. Um, what else? Because I took a few little notes here. But I talked about, about the experiment. You mentioned wa uh, plants, watering plants. So some of you might have also heard of the experiment with plants. That might be another great example where in, in, in the classroom, students talked really mean to one and loved the other one and how one withered and the other one just died. Same concept with water. Right. And part of that experiment is because there's water that is in those plants. So and the water transmits a certain frequency and vibration. Right. Like as I was talking earlier about how this um, frozen water looked under the microscope, how one was more structured and the other one was just chaos. Same thing. No, you give chaos and you're going to receive chaos. You give good and you're going to receive good. It's just how it's it's nature i i don't want to go into explanation of that, <laughs> but this is just how naturally things happen when we think negatively we're going to have negative experiences when we are scared of something we'll be we'll get those reminders as to why we're scared and we'll have more of that in our life now you also talked about the shower which is great what i would add is the river now the rivers are great. Not all of us have access to the river, but all of us can go to our river. And this is where the intention of going, it's like you drive into that river and what you're gonna be doing there. Now, river is a great way to release and let go of stuff you do not want. It's a great way to cleanse yourself and purify yourself. It's a great way to reset yourself. Now I'm not telling you to go and baptize yourself in the water, I'm just telling you to go to the water and you can, like, if you don't want to get, if you're like me and you, you no longer like to be cold and wet, <laughs> you can just put your finger in it and you can put your feet in it. You can get your hand wet, but you don't have to go and dunk yourself in there. If you are down for that, then probably even be a much better um, 
experience for you as well because it's just a full cleanse for you and your whole body, right? So that's another way of how you can use the river to let go of stuff. Yes. Uh, while we're on this of other activations, um, I just can't, rain activation is something else I like doing. When it rains, I like to put that intention into the rain. And a lot of the times it's more for like the collective, like everyone that's experiencing the rain, not just me. Um, but bringing in, and also for when it snows, if you're in a snowy place, you know, I do the same thing for snow because that's water. When it hails, I do that. When it's foggy, you know, sometimes I will. Anything that has to do with water, I'll do the activation. But rain, because I talked about dancing in the rain, but I didn't actually talk about the act of like activating the rain water. And I do it similarity, similarly to what you, how you do yours, how I do mine, you know, it's just, Whatever I'm feeling like needs to be in that rain, you know, bring growth and thriving to all the plants, you know, or help heal this earth or, you know, something like that. But, but rain, that's another one. So yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because rain, um, another great feature of rain is that not only that it cleanses, it, um, it releases, I think it's positive eons. The, yes. uh, the that help us to really feel calm and centered and balanced that's why like we we all love the smell of earth after the rain I have yet to meet a person who doesn't like that smell um like my kids this morning it was raining here and they're like oh can you just drive us just to to the bus stop I'm like well because they're also fighting who wants to sit in the front and I'm like okay well if you sit at the front I can bring you guys to school but if you sit in the front I'm bringing you to the bus stop because Ethan is um, much smaller right so like, okay okay right bring us to the school but as we open the door from you know to the front front door they smell the wet ground and it's raining and both of them say oh I love the smell of rain and something that I have heard recently is because I've noticed the smell of rain it's also the probably partially because I'm more of an adult now than I was a child but to me the smell of rain like the earth smells different um, so what I've heard is that there's a lot more aluminum in the water and in the rain all around the world that is now in the water no matter whether it's raining or it's in the river or whatever it is or you're drinking and consuming so that's kind of the dark side of water but the reason why i bring it up is to to bring awareness for everyone and at the same time so you're not focusing on that and you are cleansing the water of these elements as well through your intention. Yes. If you think that this is poison when you go into the water, into the rain, into the river, into anything, or you're drinking water. If you think it's poison, it will be poison and it will poison you. Right. And I'm, and I'm sharing this part because I want to make sure, like, I don't want to hold on to this information uh, because part of me is like, some people might not be able to, you know, get past the fact that there's more aluminum now, but at the same time, we can't escape it. So what we can do is we can cleanse it and purify it. And the way that we do it is 
with our intention and with our with ourselves because we do have that power whether you believe it or not yet but eventually you will believe the more you practice it the more you do it the more you'll notice the difference and change in yourself and in the way that the water tastes as well yeah oh yeah and you talked about cleansing i'm glad you brought that up about aluminum because water from our tap is definitely has taught like there are toxins in it there are stuff in it you get stuff you could get look up stuff from your city to figure it out and that's another big reason why i activate my water so i'm so glad you brought that up because to me i am so how i start out my water activation is i tell it you know hey thank you water i'm so grateful that you're here with me thank you for hydrating me thank you for purifying me cleansing me thank you for helping me release and bring balance thanks for being an he amazing healer teacher protector provider and then I go into the water activation but in that act I'm cleansing and purifying my water because of all this stuff that is in the water just from pipes and the water treatment centers where they're cleaning the water and stuff like that so yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up like I was writing it down and then like I swear are we're on the same wave, wavelength <laughs> Uh, sometimes because I was writing it down and then you said it and then with the whole with the uh, moon and sun water activation I started to write that down and you said it and I'm like yes we're <laughs> well, proof that we are connected by water we might exactly. be like miles and miles away but we are all connected energetically and part of that energy is water water is tiny little particles right and like having the unity behind it it's like the act of yoga is unity yeah. you know yeah. water is unity and that's also why i bring in all the kinds of waters there are around to bring in that unity which helps bring yeah. unity into my being so yeah. it's kind of yeah it's like those reframe and rewire and like kind of just change it like using it as a magic spell like using your personal power to create magic because i believe it is magic right there yeah and i'll also use another example of you know that water is all around us air has water particles in it and how you know how, what's what's an example that i could use to help you to kind of understand that part is in the winter time when the air is dry, you feel it. And when there's too much moisture in the air, you feel it as well, right? That's why we have um, humidifiers and dehumidifiers as well, because there is water in the air and there's too much water, it's more humid. And when it's dry, there's not enough water. So that's why in a desert, the air is very dry because there's not a lot of water there. There's still water there, but there's not a lot of it. Now, it's not enough water. I also don't want you to think, oh, I don't need to drink any water because I can just smell the water and take that in. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> we still need to drink the water. Um, but that's what also keeps us from drying out. Yeah. Externally, and, right? Internally and externally. Right. And um, a start, are you done? Because there's a story yeah. I want to bring. I don't want to cut you off. Okay, cool. Oh, so I used to experience migraines really, really bad. 
Um, it's been a long time really since I've had this. Um, I can't even remember when it was, I want to say seven, eight years ago, but it came down to the fact that I was dehydrated all the time, but I didn't like I, at that time, I just, I didn't realize I was at that point in time, I was, and it, it might've been a little bit long. It's like 2014, 2013. And I, around 2014, I started to have a pill problem and that didn't help with the dehydration. So I had a pill problem. Um, and of course, like not drinking water, I would get headaches. Why? Because I'm not hydrating. I'm not refilling the water in my body that I'm releasing through sweat, through, you know, urination, um, through crying, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. I wasn't bringing it back in and I was trying to mask it with pills because oh well I have this pain this pill is going to take it away from me no and the minute I started to bring water into my life more the migraines disappeared so it just shows you how like with your health how much water can help and if you're like, well, do I drink enough water? Just think back to your day. How much water have you drank in today? You know, like you were supposed to on average, I believe it's like, they say eight glasses of water. And I feel like you need a lot more than that. Like I drink about a gallon of water a day, but on a minimum, that's like the, the guideline is like eight glasses of water. And so start there. If, if it's hard for you to drink water, maybe get those Mio's or like those, the, the water enhancers to start out because that's how I started with getting water back into my system. I didn't like the way the water tasted. I didn't like it. And that was before I knew about water activation and putting intention into my cup and making it taste so much more delicious because I do notice if I drink water that I haven't activated versus water I've activated, it's not as refreshing. I don't feel as hydrated. When I drink my water activated, what whew, do I feel rejuvenated, hydrated, cleansed, balanced? But going back to like starting out, like just try with those flavors for your waters, or you can even buy flavored water already that, you know, just start out slowly and build, put a cup on a day. Like I'm going to add an extra cup today. I'm going to add a half a cup. Now this next day, I'm going to add a half a cup, you know, until you're up to the point where you feel hydrated and how are you going to feel hydrated? Well, your body is going to know. Um, they say like, if you're... There's a test on your arm you can do if you're high. Like my skin is very. I think on the like, finger too. Is it on the? Yeah, like. Like if you push your finger down for for a minute and you need to let go, and if it still takes too long to for it to become back to your normal color, yes. then you're not hydrated. Yeah, and like if you can like pull the skin and, and it stays how up. Quick it goes down. Yeah. You yeah. Can do the same like thing with dogs mine, as well. If you notice, I can't do that with mine. Like my skin, like it just shows you the hydration. I mean, cause I drink mainly water, but, <laughs> um, but before you would be able to pull my skin and it would stay up. And another way is, do you have headaches? Do you feel drained? Do you feel foggy? Do you feel overwhelmed? Because all of those anxiety, do you feel anxiety? Do you feel depressed? Start out with your water because your water may 
your water intake may be affecting how you're feeling. Like if you feel like you have a lot of aches and pains, try water out. Just yeah. drink. If you're tired. We'll say yes. That. Drink some water because I feel like water is a huge medicine that ultimately doctors don't don't tell you to do enough of like they'll prescribe you pills do this and there are some doctors that are like those holistic doctors that will but there's some that don't that just want to prescribe a pill and for me that that happened to me when I had migraines they didn't even look into my diet well what are you eating what are you drinking what's going on with like your physical and like inner outer what are you doing and you know if I would have had this awareness back then it would have been like oh my gosh well, I need water, but I didn't know that. So now that I know that I want to share this with you guys. So you guys know, because the headaches and the migraines, if you suffer from those, a lot of it's going to come from your water. Your body can't pull from an empty source. And if it doesn't have the water that you're putting back into it, where is it going to pull from? Nothing. So your body, you're just going to get like shriveled. It's like a grape and a raisin. A raisin is a shriveled up grape. So you want to be like a grape because it's juicy, it's full of water, you know, it's, but the raisin is all shriveled and, you know, <laughs> so be like the grape or, um, I can't think of any other fruit that's, or, you know, just any fruit, a any dead fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Plum. Any vegetable. Plum. Yeah, exactly. Like you can see where the dehydration is. If you need to see it physically, you know, go to, go look at a grape and a raisin and compare them to each other. Well you can see that and so with your health go to your water try the water out and this is also with my husband he's noticing more and more that his aches and pains are coming from lack of water dehydration and me doing my water activation stuff has helped him increase his water intake now he's like oh i haven't drank enough water today like i'm just feeling drained and i'm like nice yes because there's some times where I feel overwhelmed and I'll be like or even hungry here's another thing do you because I I know we've talked about it for a few months um my binge eating addiction um and just having all those processed foods a lot of it came down to me not you know I wasn't hungry I was thirsty <laughs> and I didn't give myself the water so sometimes you're not even hungry Sometimes it's just your water's or your water. <laughs> Sometimes you're, you're the water in your body is craving that water. So it's telling you, I want something, but it's not sure what, if it doesn't, if it's not given that channel to figure it out, that, that dot connection in a way. So by doing water activation, you're connecting that dot as well to see the importance of water and to add the intention into your day as well. Cause that's the most amazing part, but. Yeah, just a, a little bit more about water and like your health, because I feel like it's not talked about enough, like dehydration. Um, I wish my doctor back then would have been like, here's why don't you try this regimen? Go drink water and check on your diet, you know, get rest. <laughs> Instead, they're like, here's some Vicodins. Here's this. And I had a pill problem from it because they were just giving them to me. And it was a mask to a lot of things um, as well. Um, I have, I've been away from this pill addiction for, whew, man, it's going on almost seven years now, which is crazy because I remember when I got to the point of 
being over the addiction, I actually had to move away from where I was at to get through the addiction of pills. But that's, you know, that's kind of besides the point. Um, but anyways, it's all a life lesson. And now I know when I have aches, pains, my head hurts, I feel tired, I feel drained. And it's the middle of the day, especially I know you need some water. And also the cool thing is, is you can get a water tracker on your phone. So you can have that with you and you could just track your water and you could look at it. Oh, I didn't get enough water today. So then, it, you know, then you see that and you just drink a bunch of water instead of having a snack, drink some water. <laughs> That's been a huge thing for me on my uh, recovery with binge eating is okay well and then another thing um eating water if you want to think about it like that like i'm eating water and actually chew it act like you're chewing the water it's interesting how that like works but when you're chewing your body is thinking that there's food coming and so it's releasing the saliva in your mouth which helps break down everything in your digestive system and it helps with the whole digestion and circulation and water does the same thing so bonus <laughs> And also you can add things to water. So for example, if you want, if you need to alkaline your body, which most of us actually do, add lemon into it. Now I like to squeeze my lemon a lot and then also clean out the inside and toss that in there and with the lemon skin as well. So the way I actually end up chewing my water, like you're talking about. Mm, nice. um, and then if I want to, I make my own Gatorade essentially, which is like electrolyte wa water. So I add lemon to it, Himalayan salt, Himalayan pink salt, and honey. And okay. just just drink mm. that um, instead of regular water. Sometimes just drinking regular water. Uh, there was a point in my life where I could not stand water because it was just too plain. So I started adding things. And then I know there's other ways of how you could turn your water into a fat burning water as well. Oh yeah. So you can look up those things, but because you were talking about body and how connecting um, dehydration to our bodies and our body is speaking up and saying what it needs and often it needs water. So I want to talk about the seasons of the year where a lot of us, we know that in the summer when we are thirsty or we feel that, and we, we know when we're dehydrated and we go and drink more water, but too many of us don't realize that in the winter time, we're actually a lot more dehydrated because the body is not showing us the same signs as, the, as it does in the, in the hot summer months, right? So therefore a lot of us are dehydrated. Actually, a lot of seniors end up in the hospital with dehydration because during wintertime because of that. Um, interesting. Another interesting thing that many of us have already noticed. So when we go to the bathroom and we have bowel movements, right? The color of our urine indicates if we've had enough water. Because if it's dark, you have not had enough water. If it's smelly, you need to have a lot more water because you need some cleansing. Probably maybe the liver needs to be cleansed as well. Yes, princess. Um, Our mascot. Pet me, pet me. <laughs> um, so your body is telling you that you need more water and water detoxifies our body. And if you add the, the lemon, the Himalayan salt, that's all Ken Ramsey's. Um, and honey will help to do, um, 
to clean up uh, and detoxify your body uh, a lot more and quicker. Um, our livers, it's like a filter of our body and we need to have enough water to make sure that our liver is clean and then we function so much better. So when we don't have enough water, our body will, will talk to us and sometimes scream at us in the form of headache, migraines, exhaustion, um, even our attitude, our temperament as well. We can be very easy, like short fuse, get easily angry and just blow up because we're actually dehydrated. Like you talked about, uh, sometimes we feel hungry, but we're not actually hungry, we're thirsty. So drink some water first. And then if you're hungry 15 minutes later, you go and eat. And that way you also end up eating less because drinking water before a meal also helps you to eat less. So it's a great way to control how much food you consume because we have been programmed to eat way more food than we need to, like way too much food than we need to. And I kid you not, like thinking back of how, you can do your research as well, but just to think back, um, when we lived in the caves, how much food did we consume throughout the day, throughout the weeks? Like probably how much food we eat in one day, we consumed all of that in maybe a week or half a week, right? So there's, and there's an abundance of food. And technically there should be no starvation on any part of the world, but because the starvation exists, it's, it's there for a reason because somebody has decided that this is what they want to do that they wanted to create that starvation. Uh, with water, the same thing. There should never be a shortage of water. We should not be paying for water because it's a natural resource. But you know, the few decided that when you want to monetize everything, and before we know, we're gonna be paying for oxygen. Like we, right now we're living in the, in the world that wants to monetize everything. And we're still, I wanna say we're lucky that we don't have to pay for oxygen. But in order for us to not pay for natural resources or not pay as much, like water, we should not be paying for. There are many countries around the world that have water available everywhere for free and there's fountains, it's clean, purified water and not out of a toilet, okay, right? Which is like tap water is practically toilet water uh, in many places. And we should not be, and at the same time, it's also scary those that might have watched, there is a documentary on Netflix, which some people have heard about, or many people have heard about, but it talks about Flint, Michigan. Mm. It's called Dark Waters, the documentary on Netflix. Um, go check it out. Definitely highly recommend. I actually live like an hour and a half away from there, but my water is not connected to that. Right, but it's scary <laughs> to also like think that if somebody really wants to harm us, it's so easy to do to just toss anything into that water. We already have plastic in the water. We already have aluminum in the water. We already have metals in the water. We have so many different things. We have uh, oh, I, so many toxins and poisons in the water and they clean it as much as they possibly can, but it's still there. And that's why water activation, water cleansing, if you want to call it, is- Or water so detoxing. Exactly, detoxing the water. like. Think about it however you want, but we want you to really start cleansing your water. 
to really look at water in a different way and show gratitude towards water. Yes, right now we're living in abundance of water, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's slowly going down, right. Uh, right? How many years do we have left with water? Many of well, you have already be like kind of fighting for water as well. Right. And it's like those like places in the world where people don't have clean drinking water, you know, and that's another reason why I'm so grateful for my water. And I put gratitude in my water every day because I'm so grateful that it just comes out of the faucet. Yes, we have to pay for it. And I agree with you. I don't think we should have to pay for it because it's natural. There's abundance of it. But, you know, it's. We're paying no, for, the, yeah. for the cleaning of it. Yeah. In our yeah. homes, but also. I was more referring to the bottled water. Oh, right. Yeah. Cause there is like the plastic with the water. Yeah. And that's and the plastic thing. itself. Oh, don't even get me started. Oh, I know. <laughs> like my husband, he wants to only drink bottled water. So I, I get it for him, but me, I, I have a Brita water filter that I use. I filter my water and there's other things that are truly cool um, with those places that, you know, have unsafe drinking water you can get these little things for your water that like oh like cleanse the water like by uh like I think it's a uv light or like a, a thing that you just it's like a straw or something you like yeah. put it in there and it just it cleans the water in those places that have don't have safe water but it just I'm just grateful to be in a place where I have access to such clean water and that's why I won't use a, I don't use a plastic, those plastic water bottles. Like I have, when I go places, I fill up my water bottle that I have. And I, cause it's just, I don't know. I, I'd like the act of that water coming from the ground. I think, you know, there's more of that healing there, especially cause, cause it's coming from my home, like my ground home. And there's a lot more comfort and doing the stuff at your home can add that like extra safety adding in that water because that helps me with my security as well um, yeah. yeah yeah and I'll also add that um, another option to have clean water is like we have is through a fridge a fridge that has the water filter in there because when we moved into this house the water here is is a lot heavier and harder than it was in the previous town so even though we have water softener it's still like it tastes so different and so so heavy uh, that my husband he also like yours couldn't drink it he wanted bottled water so he had bottled water and I also had Brita water then I finally told him like listen having a fridge that filters water is an investment and I know that it's going to be worthwhile and now we've had it for I think what five months and it is so worthwhile we have clean water all the time now is it 100% clean no that's why I talk to it. I whisper into it. It doesn't have to be fresh out of the fridge. It, you could fill up uh, a jug and, and take from there, right? Um, just like with plants, the best way to water plants is to have rainwater or water that has been standing for a while and plants that, or whenever you're boiling vegetables, that water that, that from the vegetables, you use that to water your plants and it actually acts as a little bit of a fertilizer as well 
didn't even think about that. Well, thank you for mentioning that. Cause I'm like, really? I just throw away my water. Like I can't be, <laughs> I can't be right. It's like, oh my God, I've been wasting all this water. I know when I heard that, I was like, I've been wasting all this water and I could have been actually using it for my plants and damn. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah. But so cool. Thank you for sharing that. Really, really yeah. awesome. And also Google, uh, Google search, YouTube search of uses uh, different ways to water plants, different waters to water plants, how you can, uh, you know, add, I don't know, um, I'm, not, I'm not even sure like how to call it, how you can use different types of waters, different things that you can do with the water from different places to water your plants and then for yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, part of our title today is the power of water, which we talked about so many different powers of water and then why there's so much of it. I feel like we covered the why there's so much of it, but I'll just reiterate what we've said in an equation. Water equals life. Mm -hmm. That's it. No water, yeah. no life. That's why there's no water on so many planets and there's no life as you know as far as we know on other planets and there's lots of water on this planet and there is life on this planet other planets there are signs that there used to be water there and there's no more life there because maybe they used up all the water honestly i always think like way far outside of the box and i believe that it's also a lot of things everything is possible and one of the possibilities is that we humans have existed on other planets and we found a way to come to this planet and burn the ships so to speak right we've heard of this analogy when you're when you want to do something you get to go to this island and you burn the ship so there's no way of going back there mm. right so that's another thing that could have happened is that we lived somewhere else we exhausted old resources of that planet in other words we because we're parasites we are parasites we we pollute the planet worse than any other animal um and we are luckily waking up and becoming more conscious of how we each are existing on this planet how we're contributing to this planet and it's very possible that we've done that to another planet or other planets that had life that had water that had all these natural resources and greed got the better of us also greed with over consuming water overusing water like washing for example washing dishes with your water constantly running and you know not like the best way to wash dishes when you have two sinks, you fill one up and you go from one sink to the next, one sink to the next, and then you can rinse it that way, right? Um, rin rinsing it in, into the one that's clean instead of having the water running all the time. Thinking of different ways how each and every one of us can add to saving the resources that are actually limited. Um, same thing with with plants, with trees, and talking about plants, that's another way how you can infuse water. You can infuse water with different plants, with different herbs, um, with mother nature and that, um, you know, the essence of a flower. How, how do you put essence of a flower into water? You leave it out in the sun. Like that's how you get essence water. Yeah, right? just 
the intention with it as well. Right. For summer solstice, I, that's how I got on about sun activating your water. It's, it was like a ritual you could do for the summer solstice. And I'm like, well, why would I just do it for summer solstice? Like I want sun powered water. Like this is like the sun gives so much power. And so I, what I did, I did lemon and I put well, this was a different day. So I did it twice now. Well, the first day I did lemon and then the second time I did strawberries and lemon. And I got to tell you, like, yes, it turned out to be like lemonade, which was amazing, but it was like nature's natural lemonade. There was no artificial sweeteners. It was just a sweetener from the strawberry. And I'm not sure if lemons have some kind of sweet. I know it's pretty much sour, but they might have some like, like a little bit of sugar in it just because it's a fruit. Not fully sure on that. Don't quote me. <laughs> but it's just like, it felt so refreshing. And I just felt like my system like charge up with this powerful water. Like I thought my water activation in this was like powerful. Sun activation is powerful too. And then you go into the moon activation water. I haven't done that. Honestly, I know I talk about the moon all the time. I really haven't done moon activation water, but there's a lot of healing in that. And maybe for this next full moon, I'll give it a go, give it a try. But it's, it's, it's really amazing how many different ways you can activate the water around you. Ultimately, when I go to like a lake, when I go into it, I always activate like a river, lake, anywhere there's other public like where it's in the public, where some other people's energy is in that water, I use it to cleanse that water. So their energy like cannot be picked up onto me. Like I, yeah, water is, nope, nope, I put that up. Nope, this is what this water is now. It's like re changing what the water was like. Cause you never know who's in the water beforehand, how they were feeling, are they angry? Just um, for Memorial Day, we went out to our friend's lake house and they were having issues with their jet ski and they're frustrated. And I just like felt like a need, if I'm gonna go in that water, I need to cleanse that water. It does not seem like it's like happy water right now because there was other frustrations um, just going around from the other people and the people that own the property, you know? So it was, it was nice to get in the water and then being like, okay, I transmute this water and it is transmuted with this. And it was interesting. After that happened, I felt like everyone's mood kind of uplifted too. So I'm just gonna, I'm not sure what happened, but I'm just gonna say it was magic and the water, cause everyone was in the water. The water helped heal because water is a healer. And it's just like with your system, when I talked about like headaches or when you're sick, drink that water, use that water. Like you were saying, you to detox, to cleanse that body, get that shit out. Like the water is going to help you the most cleanse. No Gatorade, no, like no other electrolyte water, like drink is going to give you the benefits like water because why those things have a lot of artificial sweeteners into it. And those sweeteners are gonna hold you back and add toxins into your being as well. So use that water. The water is there for us, use it and show it gratitude because water doesn't have to be clean. Like in other countries, you know, like we could have water that's dirty, but instead I'm blessed with water that's clean. And so it's a huge thing to just show that gratitude to that water as well.
Yeah, and also with electrolytes, I want to point out that like Gatorade drinks, they're in a plastic bottle, and whether you, oh, whether whether you believe it or not, whether you know they say that it's BPA free or whatever it is, plastic is still going to release some stuff into the water, um, and think about how many times has it been hit or dropped or affected this plastic that each time it it changes its structure a little bit, right? Um, like for example, when somebody hits you, you'll have a bruise, you'll have a mark on it. With the plastic, the same thing, like it will release some stuff into it. Uh, the cans that you get canned food, it's, it's said that do not buy any cans that have been dented because when it's hit and it's dented, it releases stuff that is in that metal into the food. And we yeah. are consuming that. And we don't even know how long it's been in that can as well. So whatever container it's coming in, it has a potential to release the chemicals that are made that are in it, that are that it's made out of. The cheese um, that we have here in Canada, it's in the plastic, uh, plastic wrap. It's also been known that it has phthalates and phthalates. The, one of the scariest things of that is for boys. When they consume cheese, it affects their uh, reproductive system. So they might not be able to have children if there's too many phthalates in their system in their body, right? We have milk that is in individual bags, in plastic bags. Same, same thing, right? So whatever it is that we're consuming, we got to be a lot more conscious of what it is. Now, I'm not saying to completely avoid it and eliminate it from your life. It's just being more conscious of it and at the same time, shifting that energy and talking to it because it does have water, has liquids in there as well. So that's another thing. Um, and then the other thing that popped into my mind is, you know, you're talking about sun activation and water and then talking about the lemon and your lemon water. They had natural lemonade. I thought I remembered how even as a teenager, what I used to do, my sun activation was of myself, where I would sit in the sun and I would face the sun. And it, it was, because um, I also had, at a point in my life, I had acne in my face. So what I would do is I would sit in the sun and I would picture the sun. And I, like, this was like a, a story and a thought, thoughts that were happening in my mind, a conversation that was happening with me and the sun and how the sun was cleansing and, um, cleaning my skin and purifying my skin from all, all the pimples and acne and bacteria and all that kind of stuff. And it would heal within like days. That's awesome. But anything. Now, another thing I do, some of you might find this weird. And I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'm a scientist or not, but I believe saliva has benefits to it as well. Oh yeah. Well, the saliva... Right? Right, yeah, it, it helps your digestive system, yeah. So now, one thing I also used to do as a teenager growing up, and this is where before I would go in the sun, I would take my own saliva, I would put that on to the pimples and everything that I, that I had on my face, and I would sit, and that also allowed me to feel where the sun was hitting, where it actually was, and to cleanse it. And also, if you want to activate your third eye, 
you can put your saliva right on the third eye and you can sit on the sun, you can feel that as well, just like the, the burning sensation right into that third eye to open it up and bring that, um, that attention to that specific spot. So use your body and all the body that it provides in the ways that, that you can. Like animals, for example, when they're hurt, they use their own saliva. Yes, we have more bacteria because we're not eating as great as we should be and we're not living clean lives as we should be but saliva itself like i said i'm not a scientist but yeah. part of me believes that there is healing benefits in our saliva and because i believe that there is healing benefits in the saliva there is healing benefits in the saliva if you believe it to be poison it's going to be poison right well like honestly where does saliva come from saliva is very like it looks almost identical to water so that's coming from your water in your body so yeah definitely i'm glad you that's awesome i'm glad you brought that up because it's <laughs> such a good point such a good point because i've learned about like your saliva on the inside like how it's beneficial for your whole like system ultimately because it brings in those enzymes and stuff but doing a like on to activate your third eye or like a pimple type thing like or dry skin. Yeah, and you think about it too, when people have dry mouth or cotton mouth, some people call it, you're, you need some water. <laughs> if you don't have saliva going on in your mouth, that's also another sign that you need some water. <laughs> yeah, or think of lemon and picture yourself eating lemon and you will instantly, I'm already just thinking about it now, instantly you would start to salivate because that's what lemon does. So when you were talking about lemon water, even when I started talking about adding lemon into the water, I continue to continue to salivate in my mouth. And that's why I'm like, I'm just going to talk about saliva and the uses that it has as well. Not just yeah. in animals as they do, but we ourselves can do that, right? I don't know if any of you, when you were, when you were little and you tried to have your hair in a certain way and it keeps sticking out, you go cowlick <laughs> your hair to put it back in the right. place and it works. Yeah, or you're back in the day, your mom used her saliva to clean off something on your face. <laughs> I still do with my kids. I'm like, ew, like, ew. <laughs> let me get that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> but, maybe it's healing. I, I just grew up that way where my both of my grandmas would do that my mom would do that and also the way that they used to feed kids was you chew the food and then you give the chewed food like like a bird almost right to the baby and I've never done that I just I couldn't stomach it if I'm chewing it I'm swallowing it yeah yeah I, I don't think I'd be able to do that either because just the thought of well it was in your mouth and you would shoot it like I want to be able to like experience that whole thing not just like the mushed up like yeah no thanks but, but back in russia there was not there wasn't yet these devices that would grind up the food and you want to give your kids some meat or whatever it is that that's what they did i mean just the sheer thought of it i'm already starting to feel nauseated so oh. some oh. of you might be feeling that same way for me it's because part of me still probably remembers as a child receiving that type of food and then when my kids were growing up, I, I attempted to like chew and, and do that, but I'm like, nope, nope. 
I, I just I just can't and it's not coming out of my mouth I'm not doing that I'm like I'm just gonna use this this magic bullet or whatever it is that I had some baby bullet or whatever it was right and I made food that way Ugh. but but you gotta do what you gotta do you I mean you still gotta do that yeah, because you've got to think about it back in ancient, in like ancestral times before we had all of this lovely technology. How did they do that? Like probably exactly what you described. That's the only way, unless they mashed it up with some sort of like stone, maybe. Yeah, yeah they don't have time for that. And also looking at Everybody like here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like in nature, so many, I think all birds do that. And there's, other species that do that they're actually like it's in their belly or a certain part of their belly that is separate and then they bring it back and they vomit they the back babies. yeah that's so true so learn right, from nature so it, it, it's it's that we're we're more um domesticated mm -hmm. i'm very domesticated when it comes to things like that but at the same time, I'm not going to be disgusted by witnessing somebody else do that because then I know this is where this like, that's life. That is someone regurgitating and pre-chewing and starting the digestive process for their baby. So their baby can have the best start in life and feeding them that way. It just, my nausea comes from my own subconscious experiences of that. Um, as a child and also trying to do that with my kids and just knowing that there's many other options, but if there was no other options, this would be a very natural way of, of feeding my kids. Yeah, exactly. You bringing up the birds, like that's a perfect example of how nature does that automatically without like, you know, like, it's just like, this is the way it goes. This is a, that pattern that they, that it shows. I do have, so I already picked my poem. And since we're talking about nature, water, I want to say it right now, because honestly, it's such an alignment. So when I looked at it, I was like, oh, wow, all right. So here it goes. The breeze so invigorating on my skin, the sunshine so warm and healing, water teaches to go with the flow. Nature is so grounding and centering, calms the soul. Yeah. This is different elements of nature yeah. and how all of them come together to ground and heal the soul. And the soul from what I have, anything that breathes and lives has a soul. So every piece of grass, is a soul and when we mindlessly rip plants hurt plants we are hurting another living being exactly when i see a plant that was hurt i purposely go over to that plant and i give it extra love like i'm, I'm so sorry you got hurt like here's some extra love so you can heal yeah yeah, mind you, when I'm in my garden, I'm cleaning the grass out of where it's not supposed to be growing. <laughs> <laughs> I still do that. And I catch myself like being angry at this grass where it's growing and it's supposed to. And I remind myself that this is life. And I still am grateful for what it's doing. It's just 
you're not meant to be living and existing here. So you're going to go somewhere else or you're going to fertilize the other grass, right? When we cut the grass, same concept, being grateful and thankful for, for the grass. And it reminds me of how, how to live more like grass. We all get cut down. We all get hurt. And the grass doesn't say, okay, that's it. I'm done. I give up. I'm going to, you know, it keeps growing. It keeps growing. It keeps coming back. And sometimes it almost feels like it comes back with vengeance. (laughs) Right. So we can all learn a thing or two from nature and especially nature, like, like grass. Yeah. More like grass resilient. Definitely. And so there's one more poem. I usually do one, but this one was like directly under this one. When I wrote these, I was like really into a nature, like, which I am. I think this was the beginning of my love for nature and all that stuff and the elements. But this one, hmm, rain purifies the earth, super relaxing, always shows us that it may be pouring, but the sun will come out again to shine. Mother nature is so inspiring. And just coming from the, the first one to this one, it's just more inspiration, more yeah. showing you that it's possible, you know? And the only time we see a rainbow is if it's sunny and raining at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the beautiful, those are so beautiful. And you see those, you're like, oh my gosh, like, but the storm and the sun had to have, had unity at that moment and made made a beautiful picture in the sky for you yeah Enjoy. but i still haven't found a, found a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow <laughs> right. found the end of the rainbow because it keeps moving every time you get closer to it so uh, <laughs> right. you can just start digging whenever you see a rainbow wherever you are maybe that's where the end of the rainbow is maybe right Ooh. if you dig deep, deep enough you'll find something or maybe it's it will just- be water Right. Or maybe it's just supposed to be the fact to show you that it's eternal. Like it's infinite. Like you won't find the end of it. Like kind of like abundance in a way. You're not going to find the end of abundance. It's infinite. It's flowing. It's keeping going. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to get into abundance. And it's also because we keep looking for things that we already have. We already have everything that we need, including abundance. It's just, honestly, it's just a matter of believing that we already have it yeah is the one of the hardest things for most of us because we have been been programmed to believe otherwise that it's something outside of us that we can't have what we want because it's outside of us and we need to work really hard we need to do all these things jump all these hoops and be living life of a circus right so to speak in order for us to get to where we want but we do not need to jump any hoops we do not need to do any of that the abundance is already within us we just need to believe it and in many cases we do need to take action towards it because like a perfect example you you can't sit there and you know wish and dream that you win the lottery when you don't even play the lottery like you still got to go and do something in order for you to get what you want And the cool thing about abundance, it's not just monetary, materialistic things. Like with abundance, it could be love, compassion, gratitude, integrity. Patience. 
Yeah, patience, peace, balance. It could be anything, any of your values. There can be abundance in there. So a lot of times I notice when people talk about abundance, it's always like money, 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 money. Well, why don't you step back and think about abundance in different ways? Go to nature. Do you see how many trees there are out there? So many, and the grass, like each little grass, all the different leaves. Look at all the abundance mother nature is showing us just by thriving. And in a way it shows me if I grow and thrive and be the best version of myself, abundance is going to be mine. And it is mine. Yeah. So changing your mindset also on what abundance is, because it's not just money. It's, it's so much more than that. Cause I, I want abundance in a lot more than just that materialistic thing. I find like, yes, that helps. But when you open it up and see like the whole picture and it's like, whoa, whoa, I can have abundance here, 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 here. It can be everywhere at once. It really like opens up your mind. And I just say that from a personal experience. So I just wanted to, I wanted to share that about abundance. It's very true. Very true. And a great point. And at the same time, the word wealth also does not mean, you know, financial wealth. Wealth is you feeling wealthy in your relationships and your friendships and with yourself, you feel wealthy yourself that, you know, happy, happiness and joy and many other things but when the word abundance is used and the word wealth is used it is used too often in in relation to money and it's not just these two words it's a lot of happiness is also associated with money joy so everything leads back to money but money is not a natural resource. It's a man-made resource to control people. And we are puppets in this puppeteer show, all chasing money with all these different wars that are attached to money. But at the end of the day, many people have acquired a lot of money, but few of them were actually happy. And that's because of the internal world. Those that have done the work and healed themselves and then money came in, they were able to really truly appreciate it and not hoard it for themselves. But those that did not do the work on themselves, did not heal themselves when money came in, it really quickly left them as well. Definitely. And I like to also think about abundance as a cycle of like abundance in and then abundance out. So more abundance can come in and then you bring, you take it out. So then more can come in. And really when I open my mind to this cycle and being receptive and open to that cycle is another key thing with welcoming in all that abundance. And you know what? Look to your water. See all the water around you too. That's another thing from Mother Nature that shows abundance. Yep, exactly. There's abundance all around us in every way, shape, and form. We just need to believe it. And then we will see it, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. So anyways, that Mm -hmm. is all that we have for you guys for today. Um, a lot of 
as always, a lot of useful information in here and something that you can apply and start doing today. And I would love to hear what is it that one thing that you want that you will be walking away with and applying or trying out starting today and then continuing until tomorrow and until you see if it works or try something else by starting with one thing that you want to walk away with today. So let us know down below in the comments. Other than that, please make sure that you subscribe to our channel or channels. Um, join or at least check out our Empathy Unicorn Academy Facebook group. And last but not least, share this video with people that you care about whether it's you send it to them or share it on your platform, on your social media of your choice, but share it with those that you know will benefit from this information because water and the power of water and the purpose of water and water activation, it can open up so many doors that we didn't even know existed. And I feel like everything that we've shared and not that I feel, I know that everything that we've shared can help each and every one of us and you guys to open up those doors and identify that there are more doors or windows to, to living and existing, I feel like. Yeah. There's so many options and opportunities. Like with these, the stuff that we share, it's stuff that really lit our souls on fire, you know, like burn that inner fire. And it might not be the same for you, but I challenge you to find those things that bring out that inner fire and that makes your heart sing. Find yourself, find uh, be the unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, find yourself and unleash the unicorn. Yeah. Kind of along the same line. I just changed it. <laughs> That's okay. It works. It gets the point across. Right. And because we will we want everyone, each and every one of you, to live your life on your terms and live it authentically, which is a hard thing to do, but it, it is only hard in the beginning until mm -hmm. it becomes your existence and then after that it will be uh, flawless and without any heaviness and it allows you to feel ultimate freedom in all areas of life because by you being yourself you allow people to people are going to judge you regardless but at least you allow people to judge the true and real you and this is when we would give a lot less box when people don't like the true self, but we get very sensitive and upset when people judge us, when we're trying to be somebody that we are not. But when the true self is judged, we're like, okay, don't like it, that's fine. Go, go, yeah, we don't, I don't need to hear. Yeah, but, and that also shows, it, it helps increase confidence by doing that too, by shifting that mindset instead of being upset, being like, well, you don't like it? Well, you can go. Cause that's how like, I get comments all the time. I got a comment from my mom the other day 
on my video that wasn't something that I really liked. And I'm like, well, mom, if you don't like what I post, like you don't have to be on here. I don't know what else to tell you. And she's my mom and I feel that way. And ultimately I feel like it comes down to what makes me happy. What I, if I post it and it makes me happy, I'm going to keep posting it. Cause ultimately at the end of the day, it only matters how you feel about it. Exactly. Cause you do you, I do me. If me don't like you, then that's fine. If you don't like me, that's fine as well. We're not meant to be for everyone uh, because if we were, it would be really exhausting to be liked and loved by every single human being on the planet. So thank you, but no thank you. And I also want to take a really quick opportunity right now to talk about um, a masterclass that I'm putting together. I don't have the dates. I don't have the time of when it's going to happen, but I want to talk about it and let you guys know uh, what's coming up. So right now, all I have is the title, which is kick your money story to the curb. And it's going to be um, an hour and a half masterclass where you will walk away with a couple of tools to help you kick your money story to the curb because the one you currently have is not serving you. It is actually doing the opposite. So if you want in, please message me. There will be, if, if you are watching this on, uh, on Facebook, you can just see my image, click on that, send me a message directly. If it's on YouTube, there's going to be a link below directly to my messenger or my Facebook profile. There's going to be a link somewhere. It should be very easy to find and connect with me. Send me a message and I will give you that information because at that point, um, I will probably already have it, but I don't have the solid dates at the moment. I just know what it's going to be about and also what it's going to do. Some of you might already heard some of the money stories that I've had and that I've, my clients have had as well, which I'll be bringing into the masterclass as well to help everyone to understand what a money story is, where it comes from, and what you can do about it. So, Love it. <laughs> so thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Appreciate it. And um, yeah, that's it. Much love to everyone. And if you just do that, message me about this masterclass, that would be the best action step that you can take. And also share it as well, this video. Other than that, until next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time, we'll be going live in our Empathy Unicorn Academy Facebook group, which we are really excited to see you in there. And until next Wednesday, bye, everybody. Bye, bye Bethany. Bye, Uriah. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>